0: Absolutely, I hope that they do. I hope they come out in large numbers and I hope they become vociferous because there has to be an energy about this and, you know, mm-hmm. there's a serious energy in Crow Park when the dubs are there and the place is rocking, you know, so there's no reason why Omi can't be rocking as well and rocking a bit more
1: in our than theirs. Well, Mark Conway, Tyrone manager Mickey Hart there calling on the loyal Tyrone support to come out and get behind Tyrone this coming Saturday. As a loyal Tyrone fan all your life, what does it mean to be playing such an important championship game? At home,
0: most of the hard cases amongst us. And maybe I would call myself a hard case. Would always say a crow match is a crow match. You know, what draws us to the game is the fact that thrones play in the opposition is secondary to that. You know that's maybe an extreme view, but even if you, if you are in that position, like this is a very unique game on Saturday. Uh, you know we've never had a championship match of this type before in Trone. We've obviously never had Dublin come to play a championship match in Tyrone before. So it's, it's very, very special. It's very, very different. And it's the first, you know, who knows? You could, Dublin could be coming to Tyrone for the next 10 years. That could happen. it will only ever be a first time they're coming, and that's this Saturday. So it's, it's special. The effort's one, I would assume, a lot of people wants to be at. And probably a lot of people from beyond Tyrone, apart from the
1: Tyrone people. Well, Saturday's game at Oma, of course, Mark, will be a first and Tyrone have always been to the forefront when it comes to first The first floodlit game at Croke Park. That massive occasion, of course, with the opening here of Gervahe. And last weekend, even no further behind us than the, the first ever Super 8 game. And that involved Tyrone as well. It's always been Tyrone. They've always set the benchmark.
0: Uh, well, you've obviously done your homework, Paddy. It's so always that. That's quite impressive when you list it out like that. And um, Old Fogies like me and times like us we'd always refer back to a very, very famous monument down in Flano, the Old Graveyard down at Flano, and there's a very famous line on it. Not bore you with the rest of what's in that monument. The very famous line on it says, Earl to Rome, first in the field and last to live. So maybe that's been there for quite some time. But you're right, there you with know, this and it's nice to be the first and something. I used to work with somebody, and he always said in life, you should either be first or last. Because if you're first, you are first, and you set the agenda. And if you're last, you learn from what everybody else that has been there before you has done. So it's nice to be first. It is nice to be setting the first here. Um, down the road from us, like on, on the next day, then, it's not for us to be shouting up Monaghan or that, but... Kerry comes to Clonus on Sunday. I just reading in the paper of the day. They've only ever come to Ulster once before in a championship match. 1933, they come to Breathney Park to take on Gavin Car- in an All Ireland semi final. Maybe they thought it was going to be an easy touch, but Gavin beat them, and Gavin went on to win their first Ireland. So there's history all around us this weekend, you know, and we're, we're primarily focused on the history in our own county because that's what concerns us. But there's other people making it too, which is great to see.
1: Well, I know the first league meeting was away in the 70s, but the first championship encounter between Dublin and Tyrone was that 1984 semi-final at Crow Park. A gloriously hot summer's day. Frank McGuigan, Eugene McKenna, and of course a potential penalty not given, of course, when Patsy Cairn was pulled down. But there was little expectation from Tyrone those days or any Ulster team heading to Crow Park. We were going there for the day out. Enjoy it. But you were coming away as whooping boys. Well,
0: it was. Like, I mean that day well. Like, for me, that was the second time I had seen Trone win an Ulster title. I'm early enough to mind them winning it in 1973. But it took us 11 years. Well, the generations now sometimes turn their noses up at Ulster titles. But back then, it took us 11 years to get back again to win a second one. So that was very, very important. And we come in that day on the back of, you know, it was... Uh, Frank McGuigan Ulster final and all of that and we'd bait Armagh in that final. I suppose it was a bit of the dying kick of that great Armagh team that had got to the final in 77. But we come in and in them days you were kind of happy to get to Croke Park and it was kind of mm-hmm. the same old story. Like all the Northern teams would go down, we'd get our bait and then we'd come up the road complaining about this, that and the other. And you're, you're quite right to focus on the patsy Carolyn incident. Like there seemed to be a pattern of them in them days topping the throne to everybody else I mean Derry having a couple of bad days in Crook Park where decisions very definitely did not go in their favour Um, also, another thing I would mind about that time is like, that actually wasn't the first time we played Dublin if I'm right the first time we played Dublin was in the league semi-final around about 1974 mm-hmm. and, uh, late, no it would have been 75 because Dublin were all Ireland champions at the time we to them in a quarter, quarter final it might have been in Crook Park and the late great Dominic Daly scored a peach of a goal in the opening minute. He bent her into the top corner over twenty five yards out. And what say was we thought something was going to happen, but that's where it started and that's where it ended for us that day. We, we took a bit of a trim in now. Um so it's, it's great you know, it's great to be back back I suppose bringing Dublin to throw. You're talking about 84. Well, the 84. The When One thing I mean about that, I'm not much into tactics. Like, as I said, everybody, a blind man or woman, would see what's happening on a field that I wouldn't see, you know. But one thing I definitely remember from that day, that was the first day ever I seen somebody been double teamed. If I'm right, mm-hmm. uh, Jerry Hargan was the full back for Dublin that day. And in them days, like, you know, your full back, back marked your full forward, your right corner, back mark your left corner forward, and so on. But they put two men on Frank McGuigan. They put Jerry Hargan on him, and Great Mac Holden. He was a wonderful footballer and hurler for Dublin. Mac Holden died since he died before his time, but he was a spectacular player in his own way and a real good gear. Frank McWiggan was double teamed that day. I think none no of us ever seen it happening before.
1: Well, so people talk s-
0: about Trump and the people, or maybe Armhob and the people that invented the of football. I doubt it started <laughs> a long, long time.
1: Well, there'll be plenty of tactics on the show on Saturday, Mark, but it won't detract from the occasion.
0: It will. It will. And see the, the tactics. I keep saying passes me by, and people focuses a lot on that. Now, old fogey or not, that I would be like, I would argue with anybody. I think the football we're seeing now is the best football that's ever been played. Like people talks about a defensive game. Throne's supposed to be a defensive team. We scored four twenty four on Saturday, and that's supposed to be defensive. You know, it's, uh, the quality of what we're seeing now on the pitch, and I don't care if teams go to play keep ball for two or three minutes at a time. You know. That's not easy done either. There's a skill and an art in that. And um, we, no doubt we'll see plenty of it on Saturday. But you're right. The big thing isn't about the, is about the occasion. You know, it's a first. You made that point. It. It's a first in so many ways. And it's very important for us. And not only is it about the occasion. There's a game of football there. And the game of football's there to be won. And we have to be going to win it. So you enjoy the occasion and focus on it and celebrate it and everything else. But... Um, core of it all is this game of football and our priority has to be at least one point ahead on the scoreboard at the end of it all and hopefully that's where we'll be.
1: Mr Tyrone, Club Tyrone's Mark Conway there. Eugene McConnell is the Tyrone PRO and Eugene everything going to plan, everything in place for Saturday night.
2: Definitely Dublin is a test for uh, a lot of things in terms of making sure that everything runs smoothly on the day but You thrive on these type of occasions and uh, our huge fan base and Toronto's a big county and uh, we want to ensure that when we welcome Dublin to OMA on Saturday night that we have a a massive uh, turnout of support and that we have all the boxes ticked in preparation and making sure that everybody enjoys the occasion. So from our point of view, yes, it's it's included a lot of time and preparation to make sure everything runs smoothly. But yes, we thrive on them type of nights, Paddy.
1: Well, Mark Conway, Eugene, often talks about Gaelic Tyrone and important that Gaelic Tyrone mobilises its support on Saturday night.
2: Gaelic Tyrone is, is a key thing that uh, one of our main, main ambassadors within the county, uh, Mark Conway, always talks about. We pride ourselves on, on, on Gaelic Tyrone and yes, absolutely, it's all about mobilising that Gaelic Tyrone support To get behind Mickey and the boys on on Saturday night. And you know what? Uh, that sort of major emphasis of 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 crowd, you know, rallying behind a team can can lift them, can, can be that deciding factor possibly, you know, in the last five minutes just to keep the the momentum. It's
1: coming home. home.
0: Back to Toronto.